today is a very special day. Not just today, actually, but also next Sunday because it's going to be our campus Sundays. What is it all about? You know, as a church and as a movement, we value the next generation. And pong ibig sabihin nun, it's not just a side issue, but it's very important for us as a movement, as a church, to reach out to the students in the campuses. In fact, this is very personal to me because I myself is a product of campus ministry. In short po, wala po ko dito sa harapan nyo if not 11, 10 or 11 years ago if I wasn't reached out in the campus. If there were no people who reached out to me, guided me, and walked walk with me with my journey with the Lord. So even up until so many years, this is still the heartbeat of our movement, of our church. That's why today I'm very excited for this. But before I jump into the Word, I want to first introduce to you your campus missionaries here in Victory Green Hills. Especially po here in our evening services, ako lang po na campus missionary yung nandito. And the reason for that is um, all of us campus missionaries are spread out in our different services on a Sunday. But right now, makikilala niyo po sila. Here's a picture of our team. Um, we are seven in our team right now, campus missionaries. This is uh, during uh, the graduation of Joshua. Uh, last April lang po ito. He's the uh, newly added campus missionary in our team. So it's Pastor Dave at the top, and then Shell, Gabby, Kat beside me, and then Adrian Magnayon. So these are your campus, current campus missionaries right now here in Green Hills. But praise God, dahil lumalaki rin po yung work natin, marami pong mga campuses, marami pa pong mga studyante ang kailangan nating i-reach out. God also added another uh, two more people actually in our team. Uh, this is She Fua and then uh, Shekaina. Ayan. So... Dalawa po sila na additional sa uh, team namin. And uh, quick story lang po, no? si Shekaina used to be part of my life group before. So she was a college student then. Uh, kasama ko po siya sa Victory Group. And right now, I'm very happy, I'm very glad na she'll be part of our team also going to full-time as a campus missionary. Why am I sharing this? You know, because this is a picture na hindi talaga natin alam eh kung ano yung gagawin ni Lord sa buhay ng isang tao. You know, you'll never know itong studyante na tinutulungan mo or dinidisciple mo or you're reaching out to. You'll never know kung ano yung destiny na meron si God para sa kanila. So I want to encourage each and every one of you once again to continue to have that heart for the next generation. You know, for the next two Sundays, starting today, we're gonna have a new series, and this is entitled, No Filter. Okay? The word filter, uh, no-brainer po ito pagdating sa mga studyante po natin because we usually... We talaga, no? They usually uh, use this, especially in their social media. If you're familiar with Instagram or in Messenger, uh, yung mga Instagram stories po, merong mga filter na tinatawag dyan. You can, yan yung mga makikita nyo minsan, nagkakaroon ka ng hat, or kung gusto mo, naka-shades ka na nag-iiba-iba yung kulay, or minsan nga para may sounds pa, yung video mo or yung photo mo, that's filter. Okay, it's very common with the young people. And maybe for some of you, you've used this already. Usually, we use this, tama po ba, to enhance a, a photo or to enhance ang isang bagay. Th that's not usually there. 
right? For example, in a photo, in a scenery, kunyari, nasa beach kayo, and you want to use this filter, kasi kapag ginamit mo tong filter na to, mas maganda yung lighting, mas maganda yung kulay, but without the filter, dun makikita kung ano talaga yung picture na yon. Do you agree with that? You know, in the same way, in our personal lives, with the rise of social media, with the rise of, you know, all the information from left and right, one of the things that uh, our young people uh, struggles with right now is finding their identity and their purpose. But we now have the opportunity, at least for this message that I'm going to share to you, and even for uh, next week, we will see that we don't need filters in finding our identity and purposes in life. And you know, I believe, sabi ko nga kanina, it's Campus Sunday, but I believe this message is not just for the students. This message, I believe, is for all of us here. Kahit hindi ka na estudyante, this message is for you. Can you tell the person next to you, this is for you? Okay. That's why you better listen. Okay. Parang ayaw na. Ayaw Alright. Hopefully you'll listen to the message. Okay. I believe this, is, this message is for all of us because maybe, you know, we already had that moment in our lives that we ask this question. Who am I? Right. Have you encountered that? Or nagkaroon na ba kayo ng ganong moment sa life nyo? Oo nga, no? sino nga ba ako? No, minsan, di ba, kinakausap natin yung sarili natin, or we look at the mirror, or we look at, the, the, at our achievements, or the things that uh, we already have in life, and then still you ask yourself, who am I? And so sometimes our, de- I, our tendency is to find our identity with the things that we do. For example, if you're a businessman here, oh, I'm a businessman, that's my identity. Oh, I'm a student right now, that's my identity. Or sometimes, oh, my surname is Sandy, that's my identity. I came from the family of Sandy. Or maybe for some students here, yung identity nyo is based on sa school, kung saan kayo nag-aaral. You see, all of us here, kahit anumang edad natin, I believe we encountered those questions. We have the tendency to find our identity to other things, but still at the end of the day, we still ask this question. Is this who I really am? Ito ba talaga ako? Are the things that I have right now, are the, su- the success that I have right now, or the label that I have right now, the profession, the work, the school, the family background that I have right now, is this who... I really am. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to look at the book of Jeremiah and the life of Jeremiah himself. If you have your Bibles with you, kindly open it with me. And I want to start off with Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 1. It says here, The words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah, one of the priests who were in Anathoth in the land of Benjamin. Just to give you a quick background about the life of Jeremiah, he lived in a very difficult time. Ano pong ibig sabihin nun? During this time, nung nabubuhay po si Jeremiah, this was the time na yung Israelites were rebelling against God. What does it mean? They were running away from God. They are supposedly the chosen people, the people of God, but they were not obeying God. In fact, hindi lang lumayo sila, they even serve other gods. That's the very environment that Jeremiah grew up with. 
during this time in this scripture, he's about 17 years old. Later on, you'll see 17 years old, young Jeremiah received a call from the Lord to be a prophet to the nations. We'll talk more about that. But what can we observe here is this. The, this verse in verse 1 tells us that Jeremiah actually was a son of a priest. In short, lumaki po siya in a religious family. Ano po ibig sabihin nun? Maybe for some young people here or students, if you're here, you have a Christian na yung parents nyo and then you were brought to the church, sinasama ka nila lagi. Parang ganun. Yung sanay ka na. Yung you're familiar already. Oh, yeah, we worship. Yeah, we sing songs. Yeah, we pray. Yeah, I know Jesus. Yo, break it down. Diba? <laughs> Kumanta bigla. But anyway, so, diba? Parang, that's how it looks like. Like Jeremiah, he knew all these things already. But you know, interestingly, when we go to ver- starting verse 4 and 5, it says here, Now the word of the Lord came to me, or came to Jeremiah. Now, why am I highlighting this verse? Okay. Because in, in the thinking, or I assume, Jeremiah, because galing na po siya sa lineage ng priest, he can automatically say, oh, I'll be a priest also. Okay? Parang ganito din yon. In our times right now, a ah, Christian yung nanay-tatay ko, Christian na din siguro <laughs> Sometimes we feel like automatically, we just, you know, receive kung ano yung, uh, yung, yung faith ng parents natin or those people who uh, reach out to us. But in this verse, it's very clear that God himself encountered Jeremiah. My personal encounter. Now, what does this mean? Students here, young people, don't hide in the shadow of your parents. God will also speak to you. God will also encounter you. You see, God is a a personal God. He's a very relational God. He speaks to people. He has a specific word for you. For the parents here, maybe for some of you, you've already given up. Ano bang gagawin ko dito sa anak ko? May pag-asa pa ba to? Sa, alam ko yun, parang may mangyayari pa ba? You know, I want to encourage you, don't give up. Because just like in this verse, it tells here that God spoke to Jeremiah. Continue to pray for your children. Continue to pray that they themselves will personally encounter God. Don't give up on them. Don't give up praying. You know, that's the very interesting uh, in this verse. Si Jeremiah, hindi niya lang basta receive okay, yung lineage ng parents niya, but God spoke to him, straight to him, clearly. Now, in verse 5, it says there, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you, I appointed you a prophet to the nations. You see, I want to focus on these words. And you can uh, see here and notice here that God used very powerful words, four powerful verbs. And those words are this, formed, new, consecrated, and appointed. But for this preaching, I want to focus more on the, three, the first three words that God used, the first three verbs. First, let's go here. God said to Jeremiah, I formed you. The word formed is a Hebrew word called yatsar, which means to mold into a form or like a potter forming a clay. So parang ganito po yung itsura niyan. 
Okay? Kung nakakita na po kayo niyan, ang gamit po, di ba? Bare hands. Now, what does this mean? You see, in, in, in the Bible, even starting from Genesis, we have already heard this. God used the word form when he said he formed Adam, okay, or Adam, okay, and breathed life into him. Now, why is this so important for us to understand? When we say form, there's an intentionality there. Okay? Hindi lang basta-basta na ginawa. Okay na yan. Pwede na yan. No. Or every detail of it, may attention na binigay si God. Now, how does this apply to us? Knowing that God formed us allows us to be secured kung paano tayo ginawa ni God. Right? Kung ano yung hype natin, ano yung kulay ng buhok natin, paano tayo maglakad, ganito yung boses natin. You see, especially in our generation right now, do you know one of the most damaging lies na trending sa young people natin ngayon is the lie that they don't have a perfect body or form. Okay? That's one of the lies of that uh, many of the students right now encounter. That's why ang uso po ng mga editing apps, pwede kang maging slim, pwede matanggal yung pimples mo, pwede kang magdagdag ng buhok, okay, or gusto mo curly hair yung maging itsura mo, bentang-benta po yan sa young people. Okay? I'm not saying na it's bad, you know, yung mga apps na yon per se, we can do it for fun. But if you dig deeper in the hearts of people and you ask, anong motivation yan? Anong motive? Motive, but ginagawa yan? Why? One of the reasons is because of this lie that they are, uh, they don't have a perfect form or a perfect body. That's why they are often compelled to change their appearance. Dahil ang tingin nila sa body nila, substandard. This is not the form that I want. But you see, that's why this word is very powerful coming from the Lord when He said, I formed you. Because knowing God as the one who forms us allows us to embrace and be secured with who we are. With how God has created us. I formed you. The next word that God told to uh, Jeremiah is this. He said, I knew you. I knew you. The word knew in Hebrew is the word yada, which means to know, perceive, or distinguish. Simply means, God is telling Jeremiah, I know everything about you. Everything. Kahit nung bata ka pa, or tatanda ka na, even the future, I know everything about you. Especially this. I know everything about you, not just the good things, but even the bad things. Still, God chose to love him. God chose to appoint him. Same way with us. We are fully known by God. That's one of the most powerful truths that we can hold on into our lives. That we are fully known by God. In our generation today, a lot of young people, this is what they are longing for. They want to be known, or this is what we call, they want to be acknowledged. Yeah. Narinig niyo na po ba yan minsan? Siguro kung may mga bata kayo, or mga studyante kayo, pinsan, or kilala, na hindi, wala namang nakaka-appreciate ano, sa akin. Wala namang nakakapansin sa akin. 
you know, that's why a lot of uh, online quizzes right now are very popular. Nakapag-take na po ba kayo noon? Diba? Uh, sinong Marvel character ka? Yan. Or sinong Stranger Things character ka? Okay? Or anong mga strengths mo? Anong personality mo? And a lot of people would repost it and post, uh, and post it in their social media. And they're very glad. Why? Because... Pa- parang na- na- ano, nakaka-relate sila na, oh, talagang tama yung description. Ako nga yan. So parang it's like a validation. Oh, ako, ako nga yan. Tama, pang ano nga ako, pang Captain Marvel nga ako. Something like that. Yan yung ano, yung superhero na character ko. Because I can relate yung character na meron siya. Why? Why is this so rampant? It's because there's a fundamental need. Not just for the young people, but a fundamental need for all of us to be known. We all long to be known. Pastor Tim Keller said this, very powerful. He said, To be known and not love is our greatest fear. To be known and not love is our greatest fear. But to be fully known and truly loved is well a lot like being loved by God. It is what we need more, more than anything. It liberates us from pretense, humbles us out of our self-righteousness, and fortifies us for any difficulty life can throw at us. Very powerful. You know, in our times right now, and maybe you've used this word also, this is very popular right now, the word marupok. Narinig niyo na po ba yan? Yan, nakakatawa pag naririnig natin yan eh. Ah, ang rupok mo naman masyado or hashtag marupok. Usually, it's used in the context of relationships. Yung tipong, grabe, nasabihan ka lang na maganda, kayo na. <laughs> grabe, binigyan ka lang na, nilibre ka lang, kayo na. Ang rupok mo naman. <laughs> yan, ganyan yung usually. Diyan nila usually ginagamit yung word na yan. But again, take, up, take out all those fun moments or those or those jokes, it actually tells us something truth about ourselves. You see, if our identity is not uh, uh, strong, okay, if we do not embrace our real identity, when life throws at us, we are easily shaken. We are easily uh, parang bothered na, ah, siguro ganito nga talaga ako, wag na lang, I give up na lang, marupok. You just give in, you just do it. But I want you to realize this, and I want you to imagine this. If people know who God is, and if people embrace that God knows us very well, every detail of our lives, think of what kind of life our people will live. They will live a confident life. I am fully known. Wala naman akong maitatago eh. I'm confident. Yes, I have flaws, but at the same time, there are also good things that God has uh, blessed me with. Fully known. You don't need to uh, look for, uh, uh, what do you call this, affirmation from other people. Na kailangan marinig ko na maganda ako. Kailangan marinig ko sa ibang tao na magaling ako. No, you don't even uh, need to look or for run for those things because you know already, no, I know, God knows me very well. And in the eyes of God, right, I know that I am valuable. I know that uh, uh, I have an identity in Christ. Third word, 
that God told Jeremiah is this, I consecrated you. I consecrated you. The Hebrew word there is kadash. It means to be set apart or to be devoted for a purpose. Okay. In short, God was telling Jeremiah that he didn't just created Jeremiah for nothing. Hindi dahil nabor lang si Lord or ayan, kinreate kita. No, God created Jeremiah for a purpose. May nakaset na na plano si Lord. May nakaset na na ah, ito yung magiging buhay ni Jeremiah. Okay? He was consecrated. He was set apart for a purpose. You know, understanding consec- uh, being consecrated is like this. We, understanding this made, makes us realize, ah, kaya pala kami magkakaiba. You know, set apart also talks about that we are unique from each other. Okay? That's why kahit identical twins pa yan, tama po ba? Magkaiba pa rin yan. Kaiba ng personality, yung isa mas friendly, yung isa mas reserved. Right? Lahat tayo, we are uh, created by God uniquely. You know, just last summer, and maybe for some of you, you've heard about this, we had what we call Create Youth Summit. Okay. Yung purpose po nito, it's a week-long uh, training and equipping for students to inspire them to create in the fields of music, arts, photography, and in business. And I was so glad to witness this uh, event kasi meron pong mga nag-attend na mga students natin dyan na nakikita-kita ko na sa church. But nung during our Create Youth Summit, I was so amazed na, oh, wow, musically inclined ka pala. Tumutugtog ka pala. Alam niyo po yung parang tahitahimik lang. Yung kapag nadaanan mo lang, nag-hello lang, parang walang ginagawa. Yung pala sobrang artistic. Yung pala sobrang creative. Yung pala sobrang ay- daming ideas when it comes to business. You know, this was such a fun and uh, great experience for the students because Hindi lang nila nalaman na, oh, okay, I can enhance pa pala my skills. But more than that, and that's our number one goal, is that they would understand that they were they are set apart by God. That the uniqueness, the giftings, the talents that God has given them, it has a purpose. Okay, hindi yan basta tinatago lang. It has a, God has a purpose for, for those giftings so that they could advance God's kingdom, so that they could make an impact in the lives of other people. What do I mean by that? For example, in music, ah, itong song ko pala, hindi lang pala to pang banyo. <laughs> hindi lang pala to pang record lang, tas yun na yun, masaya na ako. Oh, this can actually change the life of a person. Oh, this can actually help a person, encourage a person who is uh, going through depression. You see, sobrang ang laking difference, right? If they know, if people would know that they are set apart for a purpose. I consecrated you. You know, I want to dwell more on this word consecrated or set apart. I cannot help but to talk about holiness and purity as well you know this is one of the major uh, calls of god for all people to live a pure and holy life a life that is set apart you know the truth about living a pure and holy life is this the matter of purity is a question of identity the matter of purity is a a, a question of identity what do i mean by that for example if something is set apart, uh, sorry, if something is not set apart, you wouldn't mind kung paano mo siya gagamitin. 
Tama ba? Right? For example, let's say, uh, paper na lang. Okay? Kung di naman yung set apart, right? Wala namang special other purpose. You just crumpled it and then throw it after mo gamitin. Right? In the same way, in our own personal lives or as human beings, if we treat life as not set apart, then we, do, we wouldn't mind kung anong gustong gawin natin sa buhay natin. We wouldn't mind kung anong gusto nating gawin sa bodies natin. Right? That's why this is very important. Purity is a matter of identity. If a person understands that he or she is set apart, living a, a pure and holy life will be of primary importance. Why? Because this person would say, oh, I wouldn't just, you know, uh, waste my life kasi I know that I am set apart. May purpose si Lord sa buhay na to. Even though a lot, there's a lot of challenges that I'm going through, I wouldn't just waste it because I am set apart. On the other hand, what else? If you know that you're set apart, ah, kahit na nagkamali ako dito, kahit na may failures, kahit na ah, bumagsak ako dito, babangon ulit ako. Kasi I know that I am set apart for a purpose. You don't easily what? Give up. You live a pure and holy life. You don't just say yes to all things. Oh, everybody's doing it na. Just do it. No. If you know that you're set apart for the purposes of God, you're gonna live your life according to the will of God. Do you hear me? This is a very powerful truth. I consecrated you. I have set you apart for a purpose. In the book Soul Printing, it says there, we're held captive by others' expectations. We're uncomfortable in our own skin. We spend far too much emotional, relational, and spiritual energy trying to be who we are not. Why? Because it's easier. It's convenient. What else? I don't know. And we think it's safer. But trying to be who we are not amounts to forfeiting our spiritual birthrights. It's not just that we're lying to ourselves. Somewhere along the way, we lose ourselves. Yung akala mo, ah, ito yung identity ko. I can do this on my own. I'll just do and live this life the way I see it, the way I want it. Akala mo, you're actually living your life. Along the way, you are actually losing yourself. Why? Because our identity can never be based on the things that we have in this world. Because our identity can never be based on what we can do here on this earth. When we go back to those verses that we read again, Sabidon, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I consecrated you. Now, I don't want you to miss this. Kung mapapansin niyo po, may order yung pagkasabi dyan ni Lord. In fact, ang nauna talaga is, I knew you. Sabi dyan na, God knew Jeremiah before he was formed. God consecrated Jeremiah before he was born. What does it mean? Bago pa pumakonceive si Jeremiah, kilala na siya ni Lord. Bago pa ipanganak si Jeremiah, may purpose na si Lord. Consecrated na siya, set apart na siya. 
Now, this is very powerful. Why? Because this tells us that our identity is God-initiated and God-given. Even before ipanganak si Jeremiah, wala pa siyang ginagawa, may identity na siya. Even before gawin ni Jeremiah yung mga bagay na gusto ipagawa ni Lord sa kanya, set apart na siya. That is his identity. The same way with us. Our identity is God-initiated and God-given. No wonder, right? If we try to look for identity with other things, we still fail to do so, right? So if I ask you the question once again, yung question natin kanina, who am I? Or if I ask you, who are you? You know, the answer to, to that question is this. You are who God says you are. Can you turn to the person next to you and tell that you are who God says you are? That is your identity in God. You know, the Bible is full of words that tells you kung sino ka. The Bible tells us you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You're not even an accident. Kahit na sabihin mo, hindi ka na plano. No, sabi ni Lord, hindi ka aksidente. Kilala niya, ikaw. Alam niya na ipapanganak ka. Alam niya na mabubuhay ka. Even the Lord tells us, nothing and no one in this world can separate us from the love of God. Isn't that a great news? Nothing and no one in this world can separate us from the love of God. We've done a lot of mistakes in life, Yes? Still, God chose to love us. Still, God chose to send His Son, one and only Son, Jesus Christ, to die for us on that cross. You want to know your identity? You gotta read your Bible. Maybe for some of you here, you're still lost. You're still confused of your identity. Maybe because you're not opening the Word of God. But you can scroll, scroll your Facebook and Instagram for many hours. Guess what? Di mo makikita yung identity mo doon. It's fun to do that. But if you're serious about this life, and you're serious to find your identity, know your identity, you gotta read the Word of God because He wants to encounter you. Because He will tell you who you are. No matter what your age right now, no matter what your background is, no matter how busy you are, God will always take time to encounter you. Isn't that a great news? You are who God says you are. We can actually end this preaching already. Feel good about it. Be excited to know the identity of God in your life. Be secured about it. But you see, I want to tell you this. We are blessed to hear this message, yes? I want you to realize this. Thousands, if not millions of people outside there, they don't know this message. Millions of people out there, young people, students, businessmen, all walks of life, still are lost trying to find their identity in different things, in different relationships, in different jobs, in different families. I don't know, whatever the world can offer. That's, those are the people that are out there. Why am I telling this? I want you to realize this, especially for our young people. 
the voices of the enemy, the voices of the world can be the loudest voice that they can hear, believe, and live by. And if they don't know the word of God, they can actually live a life that is full of lies. That's why, you know, it doesn't end na alam natin yung identity natin. It doesn't end na, oh, okay, alam ko na kung paano kumahanap yung identity ko. It doesn't end there. You see, as a church, as a movement, this is our heartbeat to reach the next generation and let the next generation know that they have an identity in Christ. As a church, we would always say this, that we are to reach out every nation and every campus. And this is not just a mantra, kasi ang ganda pakinggan. Let's go to every nation, let's go to every campus. No, but we believe this is the very calling of God for our movement, for our church. Maybe for some of you, the reason why you're here, because someone reached out to you. You know, I want to encourage everyone. I hope that this will be our hearts and I hope that this will really grip our hearts and realize and have this burden. Oh, nga, no. There's still a lot of people out there. There's still a lot of young people out there. They're trying to, you know, ang, ang naririnig ng nila ay yung mga napapanood na, nilang series sa Netflix na dapat ganito ka, na ganito dapat yung buhay mo. Yung naririnig lang nila para maging maganda ka, maging guwapo ka, dapat ito yung suot mo, dapat ito yung figure mo. Those are the loudest voice that they can hear. But if someone will reach out to them, but if someone will go to them, build relationship with them, talk to them, impart to them, share to them the word of God, I know something will change in their lives. Aren't you excited to witness lives being transformed in your own eyes? This is the call of God for all of us. Not just for some, but for all of his people. Now the next question is this, how? How do we do it? Okay? How do we tell this to the young people? How do, can we tell this, share this to other people outside there? You know, I'm going to share to you some stories of simple people, not full-time workers in the church, but people who loves God and people who have listened to the calling of God for the next generation. I want to share to you, this is Elaine, one of my friends. I met her, I, I think, uh, two years ago or more than a year ago. I met her by, hindi po, ano to, hindi po planado. During this time, we were looking for a venue in Santa Mesa for our youth service. Kasi nag-end na po yung paper namin noon sa SM Cinema. So we need to find for a place. So Santa Mesa, medyo mahira po talaga maghanap. And then I found this shakies uh, na, uh, sa may uh, Vima pa po. So I just went there. Pero nung pagpasok ko pa lang, wala silang party place. Big sabihin, hindi sila nagpaparent, right? But then I found out that there's this manager, si Elaine, Okay? And uh, I found out that she's actually from Victory. So she's the one who talked to uh, her manager, yung mas mataas pa po na manager, and explained uh, to him kung ano yung ginagawa namin sa youth service and all. Lo and behold, Elaine became that person, the key person, para pumayag po yung shakies na dun kami mag-youth service. You know, our Santa Mesa Youth Service right now is around 130 to 140 students every week who are hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ and who are being discipled. It started 
by a simple person, a manager in Shakey's, di pa po kami magkakilala, but because she knows and believes in the next generation, she knows she has to do something about it. It doesn't end there. She actually started her own life group. So, minsan po pag naging youth service kami, naka-uniform pa po yan. Tapos tatapusin niya lang yung duty niya. After nun, upo na siya sa mga estudyante, mag-life group na sila. Gonna share the word of God, disciple them. Next story that I want to share, this is, Leah is actually here right now. Uh, I met Leah, uh, she was from Zamboanga originally, and then she went to Manila to work as a nurse. So, dito na po siya na disciple, got baptized after. And then, she would, pag nagmi-meet kami, she would tell stories kung anong ginagawa nila sa hospital. And uh, she would encounter students and na-encourage siya yung mga students, especially those students. Actually, nakahandle po siya. Yung mga na- na-confined because they uh, tried to commit suicide. So, Leo would, you know, minister to them, talk to them, give them hope. And then, you know, uh, nagamit niya yung platform niya as a nurse. Okay, not just to work, kasi kailangan magtrabaho, but she has used that platform to reach out to other people as well. Mom Senia, a teacher from Carlos Albert High School, also know the importance of reaching the next generation. She would use her platform also as a teacher, not just to teach the students academically, but to impart the word of God to them, and even to the point of inviting them to one of our youth services as well. Last Friday, this is the biggest number that we have. We had in our QI youth service. They were around 150 plus students who attended there. Pag tinanong mo, but can I, sino nag-invite sa'yo dito? Ah, si Ma'am Sinya po. It was the teacher, one person. Okay? Walang kahirap-hirap gawin. Sinabi niya lang sa mga sadya, oh, go there, try niyo lang, and all. Now, these students now have the opportunity to hear the word of God, hopefully, eventually, be discipled as well. Last story, Kuya Willie and Ati Cherry and their family. They just opened their homes. Walang program, walang event. They just opened their homes. Welcome yung mga estudyante to be there. We had dinner during that time. Tapos kinuwento lang nila yung mga stories nila, yung faith stories nila, yung ginawa ni Lord sa life nila, and all of those things. They just opened their house. Why am I sharing these stories? I'm sharing this to let you all know that it's possible. That we can do something to reach out to the next generation. Hindi po siya, ano, parang uh, may computation pa or whatsoever. Kailan scientific? No. Where, where are you right now? Start from there. From, for the parents, start in your home. Start with your kids. Start sharing the word of God to them. Start loving them. Start exposing them to what, to what God is doing in our lives and even in the ministry. You know, the common thing about this their, about these people, their identity is founded in Christ and they are all sold out for the calling of God for the next generation. They're very secured with their calling. That's why they know that God can use them as well to reach out to the next generation. I'm about to end already, but I want to uh, share this, especially for all the parents. I want to encourage you all. On August 3, 3 p.m., here in our Victory Green Hills, we are having an event, event that would connect the students to a community of students. 
Kasi marami po sa atin dito ng mga estudyante natin, they would just go to the church, come in, and then go out. But they don't know, ah, okay, I can be part of a community pala of college and high school students. So I want to encourage everyone here, especially parents, if you have uh, kids, mga teenager, pamangkin, pinsan, invite them. Invite them. Let's expose them that they would see, ah, okay, these are the people that I can walk with, imperfect people just like me, flawed people just like me, but we're helping each other to figure out and know our purpose and our, de- our identity in Christ. Again, I want to invite everyone here. Students, if you're here, lock your calendars already. I want to end with this. Again, our identity is God-initiated and God-given. We can only find our identity in God alone. And this generation needs to find their identity, but they cannot find it if we will not reach out to them. We will not share the love of God to them. We will not be those people who will tell it to them. Can I ask everyone to stand up right now as I pray? Can we all bow down our heads? Lord, we thank you for your word for us. Even as we talk about identity, this is very central to our lives. Because identity is tied to our very souls. Lord, I pray, maybe for some people here, they are in that situation that they don't know their identity in you. Maybe there are those people, like my examples earlier, that they thought, oh, my identity is tied in my work that I do, is tied with my surname, is tied with my bank account, is tied with the school that I'm studying in. But even right now, you are telling them none of those things are your identity. With all heads bowed down and eyes closed, you can only learn about your identity if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And if that's you, you want to fully embrace your identity, pray to God right now, and receive Jesus Christ in your life. Tell Jesus, Lord, I need you in my life. There's no one and nothing in this world can give me my identity, but only you alone. Take this moment right now to pray to God. Ask Him personally. He is a personal God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. I want to pray for another group of people. Can I see a show of hands? Sino po yung mga estudyante dito? Not student of life. Okay. <laughs> yung estudyante po talaga, high school, college students, yan, or med students. There you go. Can I ask all our students to come here in front? We want to pray for you personally. We want to speak a blessing to all of you. Can I ask you guys? Yeah, please, come here in front. We want to pray for you. Our campus missionaries are here with us tonight. We want to pray for you. There you go. Before I pray for all of you, I want you to listen right now. You know, I just feel like a lot of, you know, 
young people right now. I have, by the way, I have uh, six siblings. Mas ako yung pinakamatanda. So I feel you guys. I feel, you know, sometimes you would feel na walang nakakaintindi sa inyo. Sometimes you feel that your parents are always against your will. Sometimes you feel, this is not my own life because other people are running my life. But I want to let you know, God knows every detail of your life. And if you feel like no one understands you, that's not even true because God, God understands you. Maybe it's just that sometimes you don't understand yourself. You don't have to always. But what you can do always 24-7 is to come to God and ask Him to help you. You know, the world will offer you a lot of things. Sometimes, you would tend to choose those things because, wow, ang ganda nito. Oh, wow. This is once-in-a-lifetime offer. But I want to let you know, if it's not in the will of God, don't take it. Don't be afraid to say no, especially if you know that it will not honor God. Don't be afraid if people will laugh at you because of your conviction or standard. Because the very most important thing in life is not to please people, but to please God. I want you to remember that. God has a great plan for your life. God has a great destiny for your life. Don't believe the lies of the enemy na wala kang kwenta, wala kang patutunguhan. That's not even true. Can we just stretch out our hands right now to our young people as we bless them and as we pray for them? Lord, you know each and every one of them more than we know them. Father, we speak a blessing to these students. We speak protection. We speak that you would uh, protect the destiny that you have planned for them. Father, thank you that they will learn to hear your voice. Your voice will be louder than any other voices that they will hear in this world. Lord, thank you that you are giving them the grace to recognize your voice, Lord. And they will say, ah, that's my Father. That's my God. I will listen to Him. I will obey Him in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for all these students, God. Even at this time, Lord God, they are still in that journey. Lord, thank you that you are reminding them that they are journeying with you and they are not alone in this life. Thank you for all these young people, God. In Jesus' name.